And it is another week. This is Andrew Wood, joined as always by pastor and friend Jason Hayes of Shoreline Church. Jason, we are what a week out, a week out from Christmas. Today Nine is days. a today is a big day because this is the annual Christmas show. Yeah, we are pretty excited about it. We will not be on the air next Wednesday, or we will at least. Have a uh, a best yeah, of we show. will be we just will yes, not be here a best wow. of show yeah. next Wednesday uh, we'll be back on the thirtieth uh, and uh, then are not only going to be doing our show but also going to be hosting the Bob Bell show yeah big uh, deal at Joy six twenty and uh, we'll be doing that uh, early in the morning early and 30. so we're excited about that so today. That thus means we need to celebrate Christmas. We do. We do need to celebrate Christmas. And, you know, it's uh, – do you feel like there are more Christmas lights on people's houses this year than in the past? That is a great question. Uh, are, you're, you're, are you hinting at possibly in light of COVID and in light of people maybe I being think, a little bit more inside? It. I just feel like I've, I see – even on my road – I feel like this year I'm seeing more decorations on people's houses than I have in the past. So we did not put up any outside Christmas oh, lights this oh. year, and we traditionally do quite a bit. But in light of a conversation I had with a gentleman yesterday that uh, works for a paint company, yeah. he was just talking about how their year has been out the roof oh, yeah. because of, you know, people are doing all kinds of home projects yeah. and then the other even, you know, not just renovations, but even new construction and things of that sort. And I've kind of heard that from multiple people that are in those type of industries. And so uh, the reason that we are not putting up Christmas decorations outside is because we were in the middle of a patio project outside. And so, yeah, probably I would say there's been people that have been stuck in at home or at least maybe not, excuse me, maybe not out as much as they regularly are. And so they said, let's decorate. Yeah, I think I think that's it. I, I think it's like the same thing about uh, all the toilet paper that that was bought mm. back during the pandemic. Sounds like there's another surge too. Yeah. Have you heard we that? Have, well, Carrie said to me yesterday, <laughs> "Hey, to let you know, we got a bunch more uh, toilet paper from mm. Costco," and I I I had to to almost ask, "Oh, is it? Has there been a shortage again?" Yeah, and and she seemed to indicate that there had been. Well, I th- here's one thing that I didn't think about back when all that was going on was that if you're working from home, your kids are learning virtually, and you're watching church from home, and you're doing everything from home, you're using the bathroom at home more. Oh. And so and so in a typical day, people are at work, they're out and about, they may be uh, using – we didn't think this was going to go this direction. They may be using the bathroom <laughs> – at work, I this is going to be a Christmas show. Uh, they, 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 they're using the bathroom in other places, but if you're home, the demand the time, is being distributed among other yeah, locations. And so you are going to be using toilet paper more at your house than normal. That, and so it makes sense to a point that you need more toilet paper. Aaron's dad, my father-in-law, uh, was bragging to us a few weeks back, and he was like, yeah, "Everybody made fun of me." Been buying this stuff for years, and when the time came, guess who had toilet paper? I was like, well, yeah, good, good plan. Well, you also had food that's been in your freezer. Well, for do you have the occasional conversation years. again? This is not Christmas at all, but yeah, occasionally, you know, you might have the conversation in your home when you shout at a, a, a child in your home and say something to the extent of, I mean, this hypothetical. Yeah. 
Can you bring me a roll of toilet paper? I'm completely hypothetical. That's completely hypothetical. Yeah. Yes. Um, and, and in that hypothetical situation, when a child comes back and says, do you want one of the good rolls <laughs> or one of the bad rolls? Yeah. And I, I mean, that person, yeah, again, sure, hypothetically sure. would have to think, wait, we, we have good and bad rolls now. Yes. And, and it seems that some of the bad rolls had been bought kind of in stock in an effort just to make sure 100%. we had something. Yeah. And then the good rolls were like when their inventory of what we actually regularly use was available. I remember, so, I remember again, back, all hypothetical. Yeah, I remember back during that time I had to buy, I finally found some somewhere, <laughs> uh, and brought it home. <laughs> this is how my, uh, uh, yuppie my kids are. They were like, it's such a small roll, Daddy. Why, why is the roll of toilet paper so small? And and then they were like, uh, "Where did you buy this?" And uh, and so yeah, I mean, you had to do what you had to do. My, my parents bought some via Amazon, like towards the very beginning of <laughs> yeah. this journey. Okay, I mean, truly towards the very beginning of this journey. And uh, I wouldn't say that they're like overly um, affluent when sure. it comes to. Uh, their knowledge of of Amazon, okay, right. and so meaning, it's not an extensive knowledge. They kind of have the ability, kind of jump on, look at it, figure it out, and uh, and but but not really like looking at who's the distributor of this and like what kind of reviews do they get and things of that sort. And anyways, um, as best I could tell, they ordered toilet paper that was coming. No kidding, from it, it, it might have actually been coming from China with the virus. I, don't, I don't really know. You know, Wuhan, yeah. yeah. Uh, but it took no kidding. It took like months <laughs> for it to arrive, and it eventually arrived, and it was basically uh, like towelettes. I mean, it was oh. this tiny little yeah. rolls of toilet paper, and they've laughed about it because you know they they had since found multiple rolls of, rolls of toilet paper at actually the grocery, you know, but eventually months later, their order from China or wherever it came from yeah. arrived. What a weird time, man. What a weird segment that we've started yeah. into this. So yeah. let's talk a little bit more about Christmas. Uh, so you said that this is the beginning of a little bit of vacation time. Yeah, for man, you. I'm off till January 4th. Man, congratulations. Thank you. Yeah, I'm, uh, it's going to be interesting. To, to see what that look that looks when do like, the but. kids uh when when do your kids stop uh i mean i know that they are they never stop learning st- Jason. Oh, thank you i know <laughs> that they're home educated yeah uh, but when are you all wrapping it yeah, up this week so they're gonna they're going to go until friday of this week okay and then they're gonna they're gonna take some i didn't break. know if you were gonna have to step into full-time uh no. you know teacher's assistant mode no maybe yeah teacher's assistant yes maybe. okay uh but but yeah, they're going, we're going to try to get them wrapped up by Friday, uh, and then, and then let them enjoy some time off. What's, uh, what's the next thing that you're most excited about when it comes to, uh, Christmas? I mean, are you, are you like looking forward to a, there's not a party to really look forward to. No. You know, there's a, the parade has already happened. Yeah. We uh, had a, we had a parade in Carnes last, let's say on Saturday. Right. And so, hey, and I will say they didn't, you know, this year, I guess nobody's throwing out candy. Yep. Love it. Let's keep it that way. Uh, my kids stay out of the road. That is good. My kids stayed close to us the whole time because there wasn't a thought of running and getting candy. Like, let's keep that up. And right. we don't want to take it home. Right. Uh, and so it really enjoyed the Carnes Christmas Parade. The uh, Our county sheriff's office has a helicopter that flies uh, over the parade really low, which looks a little dangerous. But uh, the kids <laughs> love it. And uh, and so, yeah, it was it was a good time. 
uh, was Santa at the end of the parade? He was. Yes. Yeah. Was he and you wearing know, here's, a mask? Here's the thing. I need to know. Was Santa wearing? Well, he a mask? was wearing a fake beard. And and here's here's which, the thing, which has to have some type of filtering yeah. type process. Here's here's my issue. Okay, with that. give it to me. Uh, there are dudes that live right here in Knoxville, right? That have real white beards or real big beards that you could paint white. Absolutely. Get a, get somebody that's got a real beard. <laughs> I mean, we're in 2020. We shouldn't be getting Santas with fake beards. Yeah. Stop it. At least to that Stop degree. Stop it. Or reach out to somebody in the community and say, do you know anyone? Yeah. They don't even have to have the big belly and the rosy cheeks. Do you know anyone with a big beard that we can paint white and put a pillow in their jacket? <laughs> I mean, come on, folks. Yeah, this is a real... This it is bugs real, me, man. This is a real hot point for it you. It bugs me. It really man. does. It, oh. it really... It really bugs me. All right, so there's no parade, or you've already had the parade. Yeah. There's no major Christmas parties for you, um, so it's just going to be a lot of like kind of home type Christmas. Yeah, I'm just so. I'm just looking forward to uh, building a fire every day. Yep, and uh, hanging out at the house. Uh, you know, probably you know a few nights going and looking at Christmas lights. Uh, probably go to Dollywood at some point. You know, multiple times. Um, and, and yeah, just really trying to be laid back and, and also really looking forward to just, uh, not having a stringent schedule. Right. Uh, there is, there is a day or two that I'm going to have to go into the office, but other than that, and then have to do the radio, uh, but other than get, that, get, uh, get, get to do the radio, get to do the radio. Said, uh, what you meant to say. I'm really looking forward to the 30th where we have to get up super early and Correct. come in at, at six. <laughs> Uh, and, and I, I, I have a feeling that Bob probably comes in at around five. Yeah. Uh, Dave can just n- know that that's not going to happen. We will be Dave. arriving very, I'll, very few minutes I, before. Yeah. I'll be here before we go live. Yes. But it will be right before we go Will live. you be wearing a fake Santa outfit? I will not. Okay. I will not. I am, I am, my beard is coming back. I, I'm, I'm trying to figure out really? how long. Uh, where, what's the point? Where do I want it to go? But, but I definitely have a beard on my face so, at the moment. So, wow, that's big news. So mm-hmm. is there any Christmas traditions that you, um, are going to, or you're going to participate in that you would rather not? Like, you know, for us at our home, uh, it feels like every year, uh, a gingerbread home, mm. uh, you know, gets assembled and it's just one of these things that it feels like we do. And I don't really know if there's any one person, maybe with the exception of my wife that actually enjoys it. We do that. Well, when I say we, Grana does that with the kids. Okay. And so I don't really participate in that at all. Never have and probably never will. So, uh, <laughs> if that's something they want to do, sure. That they're, they're obviously welcome to do that, but that's not my thing. My thing is going to be sitting in the living room. Fire going, Hallmark Christmas, or some type of Christmas Christmas movie. Chronicles. Yeah, maybe. Mm. We watched Home Alone over the weekend, uh, so we'll be watching Home Alone 2, and then we'll add Home Alone 3 Thank after you. that. Thank you. Uh, Christmas Vacation will be popped in there at some point. The Elf, all those. we got to hit all of those regulars, you know. Right. Rudolph. I think Rudolph is coming on this week, because uh, it's not free, So I, no. uh, which is frustrating. But it is coming on this week on some channel, and so I've, I've set it up to record because my, my daughter really wants to watch Rudolph. Man, so, of me. Ugh. So, yeah, just trying to plan it all out. But, but you know, we're, we're excited about uh, – I'm telling you, and I was telling you off air, this – my entire life, and, and I don't blow smoke, this is the greatest time of the year for me every single year. So did I see where President Trump was trying to make Christmas Eve a federal yeah, holiday? Yeah, and, and he should. Uh, the president – Every president should. I don't know why we haven't done that in the past. Uh, I would say the whole week. 
They really? Go, I would I would go all in. Full blown federal if, week. If I ever Christmas become the president or the governor, the whole week of Christmas will be celebrated by uh, state employees. If I was the governor, if I'm the if I'm the president, it would be celebrated by the federal employees. Do, as much as you could. I mean, if you you still had probably would have some folks that would have to work, but uh, yeah, we would we would say, hey, we're going to celebrate this. All right, so we're going to make a quick decision here. Uh, if you had to pit these two legislative uh you know moves okay so if if you're if you're given the opportunity to choose i'm going to give you christmas day of course sure i'm going to go ahead and give you christmas eve okay but if you had to choose between getting maybe two to three additional days Mm -hmm. federal holidays for christmas or ridding ourselves of the time change which one would you choose look i'm gonna i'm going to Go against the grain. I like the time change. Really? Yeah, I do. Wow. And uh, I know that that's probably not that popular. Is a, that is a bold choice today. Yeah, uh, but I like the time change. But I you like still the, have farmers in your family. Yeah, I like. And a lot of that was related back in the day yep. to you know you need to be able to have hours to work and things of that. Sort. I like the so, yeah. thought of uh, the sun coming up earlier in the morning. Right. Uh, when the time changes, and in, in the summertime you, it goes longer. Uh, I just like that. Uh, I like the way it is. So I would, that would be a no brainer so for me. So all in on extra holiday. That would be a no brainer for me. Days. And I would also add, uh, I would add Wednesday for Thanksgiving, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday for Thanksgiving. I would add, uh, a day before and a day after the 4th of July. Look, we, we're gonna, we gotta celebrate these things, <laughs> Jason. That you gotta is, take time to do this. I feel like we've really, I mean, we've known each other for a good long time. And I feel like today I've learned things about you that I was yeah, not we, aware of. We have to take time to celebrate these things appropriately. Man. So uh, today, as we think about Christmas, we're going to talk about some of our favorite Christmas traditions. We're going to yep. talk about some of our favorite Christmas songs. Yep. We're going to talk about all things Christmas. And certainly today, we're also going to talk about Emmanuel, God mm. with us. A lot to celebrate this Christmas season. Holy night, the stars are brightly shining. It is the night of our dear Savior's birth. What is that? This is so breathy. I'm so uncomfortable with it. Yeah, <laughs> Stephen Mullins. Man, that is that is that is taking a great song and just completely that's one of those, making, uh, making me not want to listen to. That's it. one of those fifth Sunday nights at Southern Baptist churches back in the day where a dude just stands up and is like, "Hey, got, I got, I'm going to sing something. Holy Night uh, for you," and then then he sings every verse, and you're just sitting out there going, "Oh my gosh, when?" When does this end? Yeah. When does this end? And the, and the music minister is like, oh, how do I get him off the stage? Uh, you know, and, feels, and he's singing. feels really personal He's singing with you. a cassette, a cassette tape uh, that's playing. The guy in the sound booth, they all had it planned out already. And, uh, yeah, man, we, we had a lot of those Fifth Sunday Nights singing. Man, oh, yeah. man. So uh, let's talk a little bit about singing. You know, yeah. I, I've taken a lot of mockery over the you years. You have, rightfully a so. A lot of mockery over the years related to some of my favorite Christmas yeah. music choices. And I, I just feel like maybe I need to redeem myself a little bit. Okay. And so we're not going to do a top ten. No. We're not going to do a top five. 
I think I just need to know what is your number one. Oh, my goodness. I need a number huh. one Christmas song, if you can give it to me. Well, th- there is there is so many, Jason. There, um, there, but, I, but I will say, I, this will kind of give you a glimpse into uh, where I'm at this year. Okay. okay? And so... Uh, and, are we going more serious in nature, or are we going no. more I mean, maybe, like, like maybe. just festive in nature? But, but the reason I say that is right now, if you looked in my phone and you said, what song do you wake up to every morning? Oh. This is the song I wake up to every single morning. Okay. And it's called A Candle in the Window oh by Alabama. Gosh. What are and we so, doing? And so Alabama Christmas... Which their, is great. Their, yeah, their Christmas album is great. It's very uh, late '80s, early '90s music, very much so. Right. Uh, but it it makes me feel warm. And <laughs> really? so, well, yeah, good to speak to you, buddy. The elf. Yeah. I'm and glad, so it is a. Uh, glad this is how we're deciding on great Christmas yeah. classics. So I what would, makes you feel warm? Yeah. So I would say that's currently what's playing. If I had to just pick, like, what song would I want to hear forever? Um, Last Christmas by Wham. No. Oh, gosh, okay, not that one. No. Not that one. Uh, it would probably be uh, the Christmas song, uh, Nat King Cole's version. Or yeah. That's just a great song. No matter – there's so many great versions of it, but that would probably be very, very high on the list. That's not to be confused with Christmas shoes. No, no. As a very, that would, that would very, probably be on the list. <laughs> way down. Really, really yeah. way down. Yeah. Man. But probably a Christmas song. Yeah. yeah, I think I what would you say? this year. I think this year I'm going to go with. I think I'm going to go with maybe another non-traditional okay. selection. I think I'm going to go Bobby Helms. Okay, Jingle Bell Rock. That's a good one. Is it? Is it really a good one? I don't know. I mean, I feel like it, yeah. It's a song. Let's, let me put it this way. It's best thing. It makes me feel warm. No, <laughs> that song. No, okay. I, I, I think this year. I mean, certainly, I love the classics. Yeah, I love all the classics. Yeah. Um, I'm just thinking, and and I guess, I mean, heck, I think that was like 1955, yeah. 1957, something like that. So, so that's a classic too. But but when you think about like Mariah Carey, and you right. think about some of those. I, I I think I'm kind of in that genre right now. I'm just in kind of an upbeat yeah. Christmas song type mood. And Jingle Bell Rock has to be at least up there. I mean, again, if you're just going to start talking about comparing that versus Silent Night, you're going to compare that yeah. to Joy to the World. I mean, these songs that actually have like deep gospel yeah, yeah. meaning, that's going to be hard to say, well, Jingle Bell Rock's better than that. But in this vein, I'm going to go Jingle Bell Rock. You know, could you imagine living back in the 50s, like what we consider all classics, these were brand new songs. Do you think someone looks, you know, 30, 40, 50 years from now and be like, hey, that Justin Bieber song, Mistletoe, yes. is an absolute classic? 100% yes. I think I might already be there. Yeah, I am there. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say that my kids, uh, because, my, you know, my kids are younger, we've I didn't know the Jonas Brothers had any Christmas, but they got a couple good ones. They do. I didn't know Dan and Shay had any Christmas. They got a they couple do. good ones. And if I could just mention, uh, one of my buddies uh, wrote one of their Christmas songs. 
standing for Dan and Shay. Is it Barnes? No, nope. it's different. But oh. guy, guy named J- uh, Jordan Reynolds. Okay, yeah, it's, Jordan yeah. actually helped write uh, the song that um, that they wrote with that they did with Justin Bieber. That's a great song. Uh, and he also wrote yep. uh, Tequila. Oh, okay. Yeah, so well, he's done you know, pretty done pretty well. That is good. That, you know, he was right. actually a college student. Uh, they used to eat lunch with us every Sunday afternoon wow. at Belmont University. Yeah, if you're uh, if you're riding with Dennis Shea, you're doing okay. Yeah, he's done quite well. Yeah, and so those are the. But there's some great, there's some great music that I think I do. I don't know if they'll be in the same uh, category as a Bing Crosby. See, ben yeah, when Martin. I think of Bing Crosby, I it almost feels like it came out of his mouth and he thought. This is an instant classic. Yeah, like like it, this is like those were like new white, songs. White, white Christmas is an instant classic. Yeah. I don't I don't know. I think they could. You almost wonder, did they feel that? I don't know how many people are feeling that these days. Yeah, I think I think the difference too back in the day, there wasn't much competing with Correct. what was on. Like you would, being Crosby had a radio show. Everybody would sit around the radio at night and listen to it. And hear him sing and and do live commercial reads and all these things. I mean, no doubt, it was just a different time, and so that music has stood the the test of time. But but I do think uh, I really think. And look, I'm a 36 year old man with four kids, and, and I mini, and a, I almost <gasps> I almost said a minivan. Uh, no, I'm you so, better watch yourself. I'm so sorry. You have a full blown church yes, van. But but I would and I would say. Bieber mistletoe is on repeat. Okay, so, so so we've lost all credibility related to music. Uh, now let's talk about all-time favorite Christmas gift. Oh, man. Hmm. I am going to go all the way back. Mm-hmm. I believe I, I had to be uh, seven or eight years old, as best I can remember. I had a brother that was five years older than me that owned a Commodore 64 okay. computer. Uh, and we, in our home, we would do Christmas gifts on Christmas Eve that were kind of like from family. And then we would have Santa Claus that would show up sure. on Christmas morning. And, uh, and so one of the fun things that one of the great traditions that I remember growing up is that my brother and I would wait patiently yep. upstairs for us to be able to come downstairs, uh, to see what Santa had brought. But we also had things that we got to play with. You know, from the night before. Yeah. And so that was always fun. And I can remember being up at like four o'clock in the morning. Yep. I really can remember this on Christmas morning. And my brother and I up on his Commodore 64 computer and we were playing Marble Madness. Okay. And as much as that may sound silly, I, I just have such a fond memory of receiving that game, but maybe even more so like just that memory with my yep. brother. And uh, I've actually gone back and like, Look to see if you can find Marble Madness, and you can indeed still get it in some iteration on any number of different gaming yeah. devices. And I thought, maybe I should do that. That would be a lot of fun. But then I kind of feel like, eh, it's going to ruin it for yeah. me. So Marble Madness, I think, okay. for me. I would say my favorite probably would be uh, one year. I, I was probably in the, I don't know, seventh grade, somewhere around there, eighth grade. Uh, and I got... All of the Michael Jordan, uh, like videos that he put out. So, uh, he put out Come Fly With Me. Yeah. Uh, Airtime, I think. Or so something you got like, like a video catalog. Yeah. So I got almost. like the box set oh. of, uh, and it was all VHS. And I remember getting it on Christmas morning, going upstairs, and all I did the rest of the day 
was watch those. And then and then go play basketball outside. Like that was that because if I think back, I'm like, what what other gift did I get that that like took all of my attention the rest of the day? Maybe the talk boy. I received a talk boy like what what Kevin McAllister yeah. used yep. Humble on too. Uh, but probably the Michael Jordan videos were like the thing. That's what I wanted. And uh, yeah, I just spent hours and hours and hours watching that man. And well, became became a player very similar, very similar in style to him. We hope this season's full of lots of really positive memories. We're gonna again talk more about the heart of Christmas when we come back. Is that Stevie? That's Stevie Wonder. Yes, that's a great song too. This is fantastic. Um, hey Jason, I wanted to tell you the. Earlier this week, or maybe it was last week, uh, Aaron took one of our dogs to, uh, she had to draw some blood. And so Aaron works at a vet. So, right. so she took Charlie, our youngest, with her. So Charlie got to watch her drawing blood from, from one of our dogs, thinking maybe that's a teachable moment, lesson sure. to see, you know, how mommy can take care of our animals. I was giving Charlie a bath last night and she looked up at me and she said, can you take all the blood out of my, out of my body? Wow. And I said, no, like that's what makes you live. Like I can't take the blood out of your body. And she started to cry and says, I don't want any blood in my body. And so maybe the the teachable moment backfired on us a little bit. It feels. What do you think? You it think feels it backfired like a bit? that that did not go as planned. I don't think so. There's been multiple conversations of her going. I mean, I'm, I'm, do you have blood in your body? I don't want blood in my body. I I am a parent of three amazing boys. Yeah, and and. Like super proud of them and yeah. feel like Carrie and I haven't just failed altogether. Um, but, but in no fashion <laughs> am I a, a parenting expert, but that doesn't yeah. feel like success. Makes a weird conversation for sure. <laughs> when your two year old looks up at you and says, can you take all the blood out of my body? Oh man. Because if we're out and about in public and she says that people are going to ask questions. They're going to ask some questions. Why so. is your little girl asking you to take the blood out of her body? Man, what oh is happening in your gosh. house? That she wants all the blood out of her body. So, so. on a much better note, yeah. what about this big, 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 big gift that has come in to four Knoxville nonprofits yeah, that crazy. have received millions of dollars in donations, all from a one donor, philanthropist and billionaire Mackenzie Scott. Have you ever heard of her? Uh, no. I haven't either. Uh, and I, I feel bad about that, but. Yeah. Um, we're talking about millions upon millions of dollars going to, uh, United Way of Greater Knoxville, Goodwill Industries, Second Harvest Food Bank of East Tennessee, and the YWCAA of Knoxville and Tennessee Valley were recipients. I yeah. mean, that's fantastic. That's, you know, I, I think, and if the, the article talks about how the, the billionaire just understood this year it's been rough on some nonprofits. It's been rough specifically on some nonprofits here in East Tennessee. Uh, is giving has kind of been pulled back. Uh, and so, yeah, I think it's awesome. I think there's a, I think we have a problem in society with rejoicing with those who rejoice. So we, we want to yep. see things like that and go, oh, yeah, it must be nice. How come I couldn't connect yeah, with Instead it? of saying, oh, that's awesome. That's right. awesome that, that these organizations are going to be able to do amazing work. And that's, that's organization changing type funds. No doubt. Like, 
if if I got a call saying, "Hey, we're going to give Hope ten million dollars," that would change the trajectory of, of forever where we're going. Yeah. Yeah. So if you want to make a uh, a donation like that, eight six five five two five four six seven three, you can call me. Uh, but but he, no, you can call on the air right now. Yeah. If you but want but to I, do I I do think it's important that uh, that yeah I think that's a lesson to to say, hey, if, if you have the funds to be generous, then be generous. Yeah. I think. Uh, I think it's a great opportunity to love on somebody this year and, and to, to be a part of uh, what the Lord is doing in a, in a number of different ways. And so, and the reason uh, hats that, off. The reason that it's so cool to give during not just this season, but just year-round, you know, but one of the things that we're just reminded of during this Christmas time is that, indeed, um, we have been given so much. And, man, I, I just hope that um, our listeners today will take a moment and and just – Put aside some of the pageantry for a little bit. It's not to say that we don't embrace it. it doesn't mean that we can't enjoy it. You and I both love it as yeah. much as anybody. Um, but let's just be reminded that we're not celebrating hanging around the fire and, and watching Christmas movies. We really are celebrating a remarkable gift that has been given to us. And indeed, um, you know, we, we as a society do a pretty good job of celebrating Jesus the baby. Uh, but let's not forget that Jesus grew up and died on the cross for us and made a way for us to have a relationship with a holy, righteous God when at times we're really sinful, wretched people. And, um, man, there's just a, a gift to be received in the same way that if I give you something and I trust that you're going to give me an amazing sure, Christmas gift sure. here in just the next few yeah. moments, I'm sure. Yeah. But there's a responsibility, and the responsibility <laughs> is not just to, like, acknowledge it, but the responsibility is to receive it and to embrace it. And... Uh, in the same way, the gift of the gospel, the gift of the good news of Jesus Christ is something for us to not just acknowledge, not just to kind of connect our name and maybe our identity to it, but something to really embrace and to experience it. And so, man, I hope um, for your family, Andrew, for my family, but also for all those that are listening this Christmas season, we joke around a lot on this show, a yeah, lot, yeah. and we... We have gotten so tired this season talking about COVID and yes. talking about politics, and we've just just hoping almost on a week-to-week basis that something new is going to come down the pipeline and yeah. something that we can talk about that is newsworthy, that we can talk from an angle of the gospel or from the lens of the gospel. But, man, I'll tell you this. This is not hard to speak about, uh, meaning when we really stop and reflect about what Jesus has done in our life, there's just so much to celebrate. And so, um, Emmanuel, God with us. It's the sermon series that we're working through right now at Shoreline. And the more that I dig into it, the more that I just reflect on that reality, man, it's just really, really good. It, it It's a reminder to us that his presence in our life does so much for us. It instructs us. It comforts us. It guides us. There's just a lot to celebrate. Well, th- that and I think... You know, when we when we think about the success of like the reason why Hallmark plays Christmas movies starting in October or September, the reason why Christmas music is so successful, the reason why all these things are successful and have stood the test of time is because all of us, even whether you're Christian or not, has a sense inside of us that we want to be hopeful. Yep. Why do we watch Hallmark? We watch Hallmark because we know at the end it's going to work out. Right. There's going to be some up and ups and downs throughout the movie, but at the end, there without a doubt, without a question, it's going to work out because they're full of hope of what is to come. And and all of us have that sense of we we long for the the hope that we have in something better. 
Right. And and so I think the same reason why people are going, I can't wait till 2021. Why? Because there is a thought that they don't know what's going to happen in 2021, but there's a thought of it's going to be better. Right. And I hope for something better. And what we have as Christians is we know we, we have the already, but the not yet is the thing that, that's coming, that yep. Jesus is coming again. That's the whole point of Advent is we, we celebrate Advent longing for the second Advent. Yep. And, and so all of this comes together where we go, we long for what is to come. And yep. we have hope, even in the midst of dark times like what we've seen this year, we have hope because of who God is and, and that he's not surprised by any of this. And, and I think for me, that's what I've tried to to reflect on. I had a conversation the other day with a, a, a he's he's a PhD student at UT and he's doing some research on it was, non- it was me. It was it was, it was not Jason. Oh, okay. Uh, but he's doing some research on nonprofits and, and things like that. And he said, what do you hope to see in 2021? And, and he just caught me at a time where I've been doing some some reading and studying. And, and I said, look, to be honest, what I hope for myself and our organization in 2021 is that we can remove all the noise and get back to the central issue, which is the gospel. That is why we open our doors. That is why we serve. That is why we do everything. And so I want us to to allow ourselves to get the noise out of the way and get back to understanding that we're a ministry. This is what we've been called to do, and that's okay. And and I think for some of us, we've been so caught up with what 2020 had for us that, that for many of us, we need to reflect and go, okay, 2021 needs to be a time where I get back to the heart of the gospel. What does that mean in my life? What does that mean for the people around me? And, and, and really let it work in our lives. And that's what I love about this season is it's such a hopeful time for everybody. Even secular people find a sense of, yeah, I feel hopeful at Christmas right. time. Yeah. And, and I think, I think that's a really good point. I also mm-hmm. think there's a certain longing within all of us to be in awe mm-hmm. and to be inspired and to see things that are beautiful. I mean, it's the, the pageantry and the decorum and, and just, you know, even, even our desire. I mean, <laughs> if we think about, you know, there, there's some people out there in our community that like dread snow days. Yeah. I can, I can remember my dad who uh, was in the grocery business and owned a chain of grocery stores. And, and, uh, and so for him, the thought of like snow coming into town meant yeah. trucks were getting messed up yeah. and, you know, I mean, deliveries were being impacted and stores might, you know, be overrun or might not, or might be underserved, couldn't have employees there. And so like a snow day was the thing that he dreaded. And yet then all of us, like everyone down to a T is like, we want a white Christmas. Yes, 100%. Why do we want a white Christmas? Because we want to see something that's beautiful. We want something that, that kind of, as much as we joked even today, that that kind of makes us feel warm. And yeah. ultimately, I just want to encourage our listeners that, you know, there are things that are beautiful in this world. And there are things that are really, really ugly in this world. And unfortunately, so much of our attention, even in 2020, has been drawn to things that are ugly. Things of, of, you know, discord and, and division and hostility. And yet also, I just want to remind you that many of the things that are most beautiful about this world, the things that are most closely connected to our Heavenly Father are available to us, not just in December. But really all kinds of, uh, in, in all kinds of situations and all times of the year, whether it be, um, the birth of a child, uh, whether it be another sunrise or another sunset, whether it be the ocean, uh, you know, coming in on its tide or going back out, whether it be, um, the marvel of our human body, whether it be, 
um, the, 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 the nature of, um, the seasons changing. I mean, all of these things that we see around us, the very simple nature of God forgiving us mm-hmm. and us being able to forgive others. These are beautiful, inspiring, kind of awe type related yeah. things that can, that can really move us. And so this Christmas season, put down some of the negativity. Uh, embrace some of the beautiful things. Find the hope that's found in Jesus. We'll be back. It's beginning to look a lot like Christmas. You know, I, I'll say, Everywhere you uh, go, if Michael Buble is not in the conversation for five and ten, one of the best when it comes to Christmas music, again. his voice just, my goodness, it just resonates with yeah. this time of the year. Well, and he, he studied the Rat Pack. I mean, Dean Martin and yep. all those. I mean, if, if you watch... If you watch an old concert or show of Dean Martin and then you watch Michael Buble, you, it's clear he's taken all of it from him. Sure. And, and he doesn't mind telling no, you that. No. I mean, but he, he's and a great good. performer. And, uh, yeah, his, his Christmas album is, look, and I'll be honest, I don't really like his other music. Yeah. It's not my style, but his Christmas stuff, man, knocks it out of the park. You know, we talked That's a stuff. lot about things that make us feel warm. <laughs> yeah. You know, we talked about fires, hot uh, cocoa, snow, snow, great Christmas music. Yeah. You know what else makes me feel warm? What? University of Tennessee basketball victories. Yes. Yes. And it yes. is fun, yep. fun, fun, fun for the basketball team to be back and to be playing well. And man, we've got some talented freshmen. It's just It fun. is a great, great respite from what the football season has been you know when i moved over here in 2008 i didn't think that what if you know however many years later in 2020 i would look back and go man the basketball years were amazing yes uh and the football years not so much right and that's what i've that's what's happened i moved over here and the football has been you know not good uh, we've had some great talent come through, but sure. but we never met the expectations. But the basketball has just slowly gotten better. We started with Bruce Pearl error that yeah. was really good. I had a you know Donnie Tindall had yeah. some up and down, yeah. but then once Rick Barnes came in, it really started to pick up once the recruiting happened, and it's just been fun to watch that team. And they just are so fun to watch. Not necessarily even just their style of basketball. I mean, I love watching them get after it defensively, yeah. and now they've got some kids. They can really just they can really just score on their own yeah. if they have to, which is really really fun. And a couple kids that they say are potential, you know, I mean lottery picks, lottery picks yeah. you know, which is really 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 exciting. <laughs> but maybe just the culture, you can tell those kids love each other. I mean, they are so for one another. I love watching them play. Uh, last night when they were watching, I mean, when they were playing, you get every kid. Now, of course, they're all spread out. There's yeah. no bench formally yeah, yeah. as it was. They're all sprouting. Every one of them is standing up almost the entire game, and they're just cheering on their teammates. And when one of them makes a great play, it's as if they made a great play. Man, they're just picking each other up after a hard moment. I mean, it is a ton of fun. Merry Christmas to me. We've got a Tennessee sports team that's worth celebrating. Well, and they're also – you can tell they also respond well to Coach Barnes, which is – I mean – that's huge. Yep. And, and so we saw that with Bruce Pearl. The players love that man. Right. And, and it appears as if the players see Rick Barnes as kind of a father figure, uh, which is cool to watch. And, and, and yeah, the, the culture that, that's been created in that basketball, uh, program has been quite amazing. And so, 
Uh, looking forward to that. Now, we're not even going to talk about football because, yeah, we got a win over Vandy, but uh, okay. Yeah. You know, we should. We yeah. should always get a win over this, Vandy. We're, this is the Christmas show. We're going to talk and about so, positive things. And so, you know, who knows what, what the future holds for that. But, yeah, the basketball program looks good. Our baseball program looks good coming up. Uh, you know, so those, those are positive things uh, for sure. And, and, and looking forward to uh, to what the future holds for those kids because they, they deserve it. It's been a weird year for college sports, and so I'm sure they were just like, are we going to get to play at all? Yep. And uh, and you know the baseball team's going to be like that yeah, when that yeah. comes around because they really didn't have a season this past year. And so it's going to be fun to watch. But but one thing that I'm excited about uh, is just not working the next few weeks. That's what I'm excited about. Well, I'll tell you what I'm excited yeah. about. And I, I say this with a, a bit of trepidation, uh, a bit of – apprehension but I, I really do believe there are parts in my heart that are genuinely excited as of this upcoming friday the new dog will be oh, it's in coming. our home oh wow we thought it was going to be a couple of days later than that but apparently uh the dog is getting all of its shots and is doing all the things and will be ready for Got its covid pickup. vaccine sure yeah we'll be ready um as early as Friday. Wow. And, and did y'all pick a name? Uh, we have gone through somewhere between 75 okay. to 89,000 names. That's good. Yes. That's good. It's important. Yes. Yeah, somewhere in that range. Um, so we are not completely set. Uh, but, okay. But Merry Christmas to us. That's and awesome. Merry Christmas yeah. to you, Merry Christmas Andrew to you, Wood. Merry Christmas to all of our listeners. In all sincerity, we are really, really grateful that you give us an hour of your time each and every week. We hope that it is of encouragement to you. We hope that it uh, points you to Jesus in some way. And uh, we hope that it makes you laugh here on occasion. Yeah. And uh, we hope maybe above all, above all, that you have a very, very Merry Christmas. Yeah, and what I would encourage you to do on Christmas morning, before you open presents, before you do anything, is turn this show on. And, and listen to multiple hours wow. of this show. That is not. And then step in to the living room and open gifts. I yeah. think your kids will appreciate that. We would appreciate that. My mom would appreciate that. Yeah. Don't do that. But do have a very Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas, God y'all. bless you.